0: Our great-grandmothers knew that vitamin D deficiency was a big problem for her children. Hence, the daily fight over giving your grandfather his cod liver oil. Great-grandma didn't know what vitamin D was or what was in cod liver oil, but she knew it kept her kids healthy. How did she figure all this out long before the era of biochemistry? I don't know. All I can figure is that she was a genius, but now, this old-fashioned disease, vitamin D deficiency, and its many variants are making a comeback. So in this podcast, we're going to learn more about vitamin D and how you can avoid your children becoming vitamin D deficient or deficient, play on words, in this important chemical of their bodies. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smullen. I think it's fair to say that pediatricians catch on faster than adult doctors. First... Diseases are recognized in babies, then in older people. That's the way it seems to play out. Remember toxic shock back in the 70s? That terrible, deadly ICU-type disease that women were getting? Well, eventually, that disease was pinned down to those women using super-absorbent tampons that promoted an overgrowth of toxigenic staph aureus. This germ was deadly. Well, pediatricians had recognized a similar disease in non-tampon using children years earlier and called it staph scalded skin disease. Oh, and what about in the 80s when the flesh-eating strep made an appearance? Well, pediatricians have known about that for a long time as well. They called it erysipelas. Oh, and shingles. Don't forget shingles. Well, shingles is nothing more than chickenpox a baby disease coming out in a localized way. Now, old people get a chickenpox shot to make sure they don't get this dreaded old age disease. Well, the latest baby disease to make adult headlines is rickets and vitamin D deficiency. Rickets is a baby bone disease usually caused by vitamin D deficiency. And you know it? Adult doctors have begun to recognize that many adults are vitamin D deficient. Furthermore, many adult diseases are being tracked down to vitamin D deficiency. Adults don't get rickets because they're not growing, but they can have other problems from a lack of vitamin D as you're about to see. Sometimes in these talks, I take a stroll down opinion lane, but today we're going to take a detour down science drive. Vitamin D, what is it? Well, it's a fat-soluble vitamin, meaning that this vitamin is stored in fat for long periods of time. A little vitamin D comes from foods, but the vast majority of vitamin D that your child has in their body comes from their own production of it. Production occurs in their skin when they're exposed to ultraviolet light, particularly UVB light. Once this vitamin Is formed in their skin, their livers, and kidneys put some final touches on it, and it becomes an active substance in their bodies. And here's the key key point to remember. Vitamin D unlocks your child's absorption of calcium and phosphorus from the gut, the minerals that are needed for them to make strong bones. Without enough vitamin D, infants, children, and adults just can't keep their bone strength optimal there are just not enough minerals absorbed to make their bones really hard. If there is a severe deficiency of minerals in their bones, we call that disease rickets in babies or osteoporosis in adults. As I said before, the whole vitamin D story has been getting more complicated recently now that adult investigators have linked its deficiency to a whole host of adult diseases, namely multiple sclerosis, adult-onset diabetes, Various types of immune dysfunction, and certain types of cancer, particularly colon and breast cancer. Well, it turns out that there are vitamin D receptors on every cell in your body. So it makes sense that vitamin D deficiency may cause some other disease processes other than simply bone diseases. Which brings us back to a great grandma and to today's Doxmo Pearl. I like to say, quote, Grandma didn't waste her time recommending things that weren't important. So a vitamin D deficiency is so terrible, how can parents avoid it in their children? By making sure your children get a minimum of 30 minutes of sunlight a day without sunscreen, hopefully between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. UVB light happens to be maximal during those hours. Oh, and by the way, putting Junior in front of a window won't work since very little of the UVB light comes through glass. If your children have dark skin, you may need a lot more than just 30 minutes a day. Asian children are estimated to need 90 minutes and African children, 180 minutes. These are just estimates, but let's get those children outside every day, right at birth. Yeah, you heard me right. Unless the weather is extreme, it's never too early to go outside. And for infants, that's children less than a year of age, they should likely get a vitamin D supplement daily. Ask your children's doctor about this to get the most current recommended dose. And diet is important. Older children need three vitamin D fortified dairy servings a day. That's milk, cottage cheese, yogurt, or the like. If your child is milk allergic, use an elemental formula instead. In my original podcast on this subject, I recommended a soy formula, by, but experts no longer recommend that. Your child's calcium intake should be about 700 milligrams a day for young children, and about 1,200 milligrams for teens. See the chart in my show notes for the most recent recommendations. And avoid juice and soda and other sweetened beverages. Not only are they are there no minerals in these drinks, but every soda is one less serving of milk that they will get. It's also important for your children to be active for at least an hour a day. Gravity helps make their bones strong. With trauma comes bone regrowth. This makes their bones strong for the long haul. And remember, every hour of screen time your child, your children get is an hour lost of physical activity. You know what they say, use it or lose it. And that is really accurate when it comes to bone health. Now, here is something you need to know. You can only increase your child's bone density until they're about 20 years old. After that age, nobody, none of us, uh, can increase our bone density. There's a slow, steady, progressive loss of bone density for the rest of your children's lives after age 20. Moral of the story, the better your bone density is at 20, the better it will be at 90. So let's get your children active and make sure... They also get vitamin D in their diet along with some daily sunshine. You may be wondering which groups of children are most at risk for vitamin D deficiency and how can it be prevented in them. Getting 400 international units of vitamin D3 is especially important for infants who are born in the winter because of their lack of sun exposure relative to babies born in the summer. Premature infants whose bones are poorly mineralized at birth relative to term babies since they didn't get the whole gestation to absorb all those minerals, exclusively breastfed infants since breast milk can be low in vitamin D in some moms, and dark-skinned infants who need far more light to produce vitamin D in their skin. Any baby vitamin generally has vitamin D added, but don't go overboard because you can give too much. Follow the recommendations I posted in the show notes if you have questions about this. Adults generally shouldn't take more than 2,000 international units unless it is done under the direction of a doctor. And be careful about those gummy vitamins. All that sticky sugar is likely to make the dentist very rich. And don't forget about fish. It's a great source of vitamin D because fish live outside and therefore are full of vitamin D. Try and get fish incorporated into your family's diet at least twice weekly. Well, to me, it sounds like Grandma wrote the AAP guidelines uh, about vitamin D over 100 years ago. Here's what she said. Drink your milk with each meal. Don't drink that soda. It's bad for you. You need to eat fish at least twice weekly. It's good for you. Get outside and don't play indoors, go outdoors, and take your cod liver oil every day to stay healthy, especially in the winter months. Right on, Grandma. Well, as always, thanks for tuning in. My goal is to make you one of the best informed parents in the room, and I hope today's speedcast helped in that regard. If you enjoy learning about child health with podcasts, consider rating our podcast on your podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Your rating really helps us. This is Doc Smo, hoping you now feel free to make sure your children get enough vitamin D. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produce this delightful theme music. Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry and Wendy Smolin, Esquire, and Seth, the Rocketman barrister, Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the Doxmo.com website. This DocSmo.com PEDCAST is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.